what is Anchor? Oh. Yeah. What well, is Anchor? Yeah. Well, please. Oh, dude. you haven't heard about Pablo, Anchor? Let yeah. me and Pablo explain to you what Anchor is. Yeah. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. What? Anchor has tools that allows you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. Podcast? When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Apple's? It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Wow. And best of all, Anchor, Anchor is, is totally, totally free. free. What? <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Anchor. Shout out, Anchor. Anchor, Anchor, Anchor. Hello, hello. Welcome back. This is User Friendly, the friendliest podcast in the world. It's your boy, Pablo. Squared Hill. And it's Jason. How was everybody's week? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I, w- I felt like I went to a festival, but it wasn't a festival. I went to ASEN. Let's go. Which was Jason a- at ASEN. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> but it is like an anime convention. Um, it was super cool. I was super tired, and I spent way too much money. Mm. And now I am super broke. Was it worth it? Yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta spend money for your happiness, man. Um, it comes back, you know. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Damn near. <laughs> Today, Lucas actually graduated. Oh, so oh nice. Yeah. 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 Graduated preschool. He's about to enter pre. No, he's about to enter kindergarten, and it's crazy. Um. Friday, the studio was rented out by this local rapper in Skokie. His name was uh, Adam. Shout out you. It was pretty cool. Nice. He had a lot of people here. Um, met a lot of cool people. A lot of uh, younger crowd. I f- realized, like, some of these people are, like, a little too old, young <laughs> for me. <laughs> like, the the language they use, like, I feel like an uh, old man. <laughs> like they were smoking said, pot? He said no cap. Yeah, no cap. A lot of no cap. Uh, <laughs> oh, so what's going on? <laughs> the hell? What's going on here? <laughs> um, my week was cool. I mean, it was kind of a bittersweet week for me. Uh, my last day at Nike was yesterday. Let's go. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, but I'm happy about it. You know, feel me? They had me give a speech. Told really? Me I was at peace with everything. Um, you shake everyone's hand. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you feel me? I closed it out with my guys. They gave they they walked me out. Clap, uh, you know, clap me out. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it was good, you feel me? So shout out to the everybody who I love. You know what I'm saying? At 99. I, you know, y'all know who I love. I love all of y'all. So um, yeah, it was cool. It was like a nice like way to end. So this is my first time. Uh, this will be my first like time like coming into the pod where I'm going to be very fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like from the week. So More time on your hands, right? More time on my hands. Yes, sir. And today we got some special guests, you know, the the one, the illustrious, um, best chicken sandwich in the world, best ribs in the world, pretty much anything they uh, put their feet in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they dip their toe in. They, they yeah. got one black on the crew. Yes, I can confirm. Put my foot in it. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, the slime pigs, man. You guys. We got the boys. We got the boys. It's a uh, walker of slime pigs. We got Octavio, head chef. Hello. We got our grease man. Fidel. On Friday. Hair fryer. <laughs> nice. I like to call him the grease man. Hell yeah. It's like a sick title. You guys have a pretty big team, right? Um, yeah, besides, but we got like uh, two, three more people. Two more people. Two more people. <laughs> I'm not the math guy. 
<laughs> you guys got a whole crew for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, before we start this podcast, we want to say rest in peace to the babies that were um, fatally yeah, murdered. Fatally, yeah, killed. Um, and the teachers. Um, you know, being a dad myself, like, I, I can't imagine um, losing my son that way. I can't imagine losing my son at all, but I wanted to talk to you guys about it for sure. I know Octavio's the dad himself, so, like, what did you guys, like, how did you feel about the situation? Obviously, you can't really, I feel like it's uh, it's almost, like, out of our control, you know. Um, what happened? So. <laughs> I, um, I do not. Yeah, I tell you, 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 18-year-old shooter who went inside a, an eleme- elementary school and he shot up um, 19 kids and two teachers. Yeah. In Uvalde, Texas, that uh, happened like two days ago. Yeah. Nah. Was, was it, it yesterday? It was like. Was it, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Wow, that happened so fast. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. I mean, that just is a testament to how often this thing happens. Like we just, it all just blends together. Yeah. And we all just yeah, like it was forget. Literally, which yeah, it was, was literally yesterday. Literally 10 days before this one happened, there was the one in Buffalo and mm-hmm. we've already like literally yeah. moved, completely moved past that one and moved on to literally the next one. Was that a grocery store? Yeah. That was the grocery store. And it was, um, due to like was, race, right? It was like, right. That targeted. one was yeah. racially motivated. Yeah, yeah. Specifically targeted. And it's crazy. Cause I almost feel like this one was, um, not specifically towards race, but the I had heard or like seen videos of the the killer. I guess he was like anti-immigrants or something. I, I mean, people started making assumptions because he has a Latin sounding na- sounding name. I think that, it's like Sal- yeah. Salvador or something. And that's what I thought too. Like Salvador I didn't know Ramos, something like that. Um, not that it matters, but um, it's it it, it really sh- it really shows how the media like was quick to play play into it. Um, for example, you have people like uh, you have a lot of Republican media uh, saying like trying to make the case for like anti-immigration and stuff like that. When the the name of the person like it's very like they they make the case that it's very unsafe for immigrants to come here. Like uh, it's it's very bad for them to come here. They're, this is this is the this is the people that they're sending here, right? Yeah. That's that that plays into their own narrative, and they and it's very quickly working. It's very quick. They're very, they're very quickly changing the the conversation to something that is completely different. Yeah. Instead yeah. of the conversation being, instead of the conversation being gun control, which what it should be mainly about, you know, they they quick to pivot and take it over. Like spin the narrative for their. Yeah, own but they've also been in like control for so long. Like these dudes have been fucking alive for so long, bro. And it's like, it, it's just like it's just some power hungry shit. You know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy. Like. To even think about because I mean obviously like you two have kids I didn't know you had a kid but um I mean we all know like nieces and nephews you know what I'm saying we all have somebody in our lives who has a, like a child or like we're around so is that shit is just crazy to think about I can't imagine like actually like I mean I got my niece and nephew in there but I can't imagine like having like a well, my child in there you know what I'm saying like that yeah. shit is crazy to me literally today my son graduated and he's going into elementary school so oh, yes. it's like I can't even fathom what it's like to like not be able to pick him up because he's just not going to be there it's it's almost uh sickening to say but um with a sandy hook shooting being like 10 years ago the fact that no gun control laws or anything on that topic was was changed 
kind of made it just a, a you know a waiting game for when it would happen again. Yeah. Unfortunately, and it, it unfortunately happened again. You know. Yeah, but it's and it's crazy too because it's also the abortion with the abortion like with the with that trying to like them trying to pass that too. It's just like crazy that they're so focused on this shit. Yeah. That they're not focused on the main thing, which is fucking, which I mean, that shouldn't even be a, a thing in general. You know what I'm saying? Part of the conversation, but you're focused on the wrong thing in general. Like you got a fucking gun control. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. should be everywhere should have the same type of law for gun control. So I mean, it's crazy how just in general rights are getting screwed over in in, in so many places and in so many areas. You like even before the uh, the, the the women's uh, abortion, uh, the leak of the of the abortion uh, decision. There was the uh, the. There's been a lot of transphobic like like laws happening in in okay. southern states, uh, Oklahoma, uh, uh, Texas, where they are like out, uh, outlawing parents being able to treat the their children that have like a uh, gender dysphoria. They're, they're they're outlying that. They're outlying medical procedures to for you to help your kid. So like, and then with all this other stuff happening, it, it's, it's just all that stuff gets sweeped under the rug, and we all end up forgetting about it. Yeah. I wanted to ask you guys, how do you guys feel about guns? Like, would you guys own one? Do you guys um, feel like it's necessary to have one just in case? Or being a father, I know, like, I would hate for my son to ever find one, but it's almost like a double-edged sword. Like, you almost might need one one day just in case somebody breaks in. Um, how do you feel about it, Octavio? Um, <clears throat> Like, would you keep a gun at the curb? I never have thought about that. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I was just talking about how I drove here, like, I just drove, like, 30, 40 miles. Maybe this is not related, but I'm going to say it anyway. I just drove, like, 30, 40 miles on empty, just no gas. Oh, shit. I don't, I just never feel like anything bad is going to happen to me, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So I have never thought about, like, I need to protect myself, I need to get a gun, mm -hmm. or whatever. My parents, and just a lot of people in general, like, in my neighborhood, it's I guess crime's been worse lately, like last few years, and a lot of people say it's like getting unsafe and things. I don't see any of that though. Yeah, you know, I it's, mean, it's coming from like a because I feel the exact same way. I feel like we're coming from like a place of privilege, right? We've never really felt the need to exactly um, protect ourselves. Obviously, it's easy to say like, oh, these eighteen-year-olds don't need to have guns, but. If they're really like fighting for their lives, I know in like some parts of Chicago it's really um, dangerous, and that might be the only thing that can make them feel safe. Um, so it's kind of like who am I to tell them that they can't have a gun? Because obviously my um, my neighborhood, my uh, my lifestyle doesn't. I don't really feel the need to have one. Um, but yeah, just me personally, I wouldn't get one. Um, but I do think. There needs to be more restrictions on how to get one, um, mental health evaluations before you purchase one. I like think there are two questions. Background checks that comes up with like gun control. There's, there's the there's what we want, like as a country, like what we want, like what's happened now. Snap our fingers, magic, and it happens. And then there's the physical reality. So what we want to happen is for gun control to happen and for only people to, for good only good people to get good uh, to have the guns, right? Right. Um, right now. There is physically more guns in this country than there are people. So for every yeah, one person, there's there's more than one gun for every person. Uh-huh. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, so, so physically, logistically, it's impossible to take those guns away. 
Yeah. Even if even if we we even if the government decided to confiscate, which I don't think will ever happen, it will never happen. The the government will never like go out of their way to confiscate from mm -hmm. from private citizens, mostly because it'd be extremely dangerous for everyone involved. But um, it's just not gonna happen. So what needs to happen is more com like 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 what you were saying, a, a national registry. Uh, mental health checks more barriers just like, to make it a little teens harder. should be able to get like ar anything bro yeah. literally like, those anything. are fucking like military grade weapons like nobody should be able to get fucking none of that shit bro like if you're not you feel me involved mm -hmm. in like in the fucking war like any of that shit like nobody should be <laughs> the problem that shit on yeah, the, street. the problem yeah. is that these laws were made for the generation that was getting like drafted and like actually going to war and i feel like they're still implementing like these old ass um laws that don't really uh have anything to do with us now i think that's part of it it's it and it's not that they're mm, i think they're letting that happen it's 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 more financially it, it, they're more politicians are more financially incentivized yeah. to just let it ride as opposed to actually doing something about it and calling it like tradition like an amendment like not being they don't yeah, want and trying to, and trying to put a veneer of some uh, yeah. some aesthetic over it whether it be uh tough guy like politics like tough guy like we don't want him here whatever right mm -hmm. um or uh or just fear just just because every time and one thing that needs to be said every time that 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 school shootings like this happen is no matter what happens no matter what happens in the shooting no matter who did what gun sales explode Every time that there's a shooting, gun sales explode exponentially. Because people, every yeah. every time, because people are reminded, and people, and not only people are reminded, but people get scared that they're gonna start confiscating guns. So mm. everyone feels like they need a cop theirs before they do that. So I'm sorry, I didn't. I mean, so he answered the question, but what about you? Like, what about you guys? Like, as far as having a, you know, what I'm saying having something or protecting uh, yourself. In my situation, I feel like. Well, Christian can fight. I can't fight a gun though man They pull out It's gonna be crazy um, Have you guys ever seen that clip of uh, um, Damn who's the guy who made that Wyclef John He's like uh, He's on uh, Def Jam Poetry And he was like um, He was like I know Kung Fu but that don't compare to this gun, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Right. Sorry. No, nah, no problem. No, nah, that's good. That's good. Nah, literally though, literally though, like no matter how much I feel like I can defend my personal space, if somebody has a gun, like what the fuck am I gonna do? Like it's kind of yeah. over. Um. So, but and also like the people I love, the people around me. There, there's so many situations I see in like my line of work and just on scro doom scrolling media. Or just like you just need a gun. Like somebody who has a gun who wants to do harm to you, they're just gonna do that harm unless you can equally defend yourself. Unfortunately, I would love to live in a society and like feel like never, like I never have to even think about getting a gun. But sometimes I do. Like so, I'm like, man, like I live in Cicero. It's not, it's not, it's not the same. You know, nowhere is the same place. Wherever there's people, there is crime. Wherever crime, you know, wherever there's crime, is people. Like people will do crime wherever. I'm not saying any place is safer or more dangerous than the, than the latter. But uh, you have to be aware of your surroundings. And me being one black guy in Cicero around a bunch of, you know, just people who are... Who don't look like you. Who don't look like me. Some people who have shown malice towards people who look like me in Cicero. I'm like, why are you Mexicans beef with me? Because I'm, I'm black. Like, who you ain't no better than me. And, nobody, you know, not to yeah, say yeah. white's better than me either, but we all in the same page. Like, what the, you know, on the same boat. Like, what are you, what are you right. doing? So, you know, I, I like to defend my, my, my health and safety. So, you know, I think about getting a gun 
and I'm not in a position where you guys will have a kid around and and uh, have to take extra precautions and are worried about the danger of them. Your buddy. My dog, bro. If he, my dog got hold of my gun. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, so yeah, I, I kind of like the idea of having one. I've been meaning to get my car for a minute, and um, I just haven't, you know, because it is. I am very aware of like the responsibility and the weight that it has on it. Like the, um, if I, like, and I, I think of things of like, hey, I get this gun. I do all the things to protect myself. I have it in a house. I have a roommate who's sitting to the left of me. Is he comfortable? Yeah. Does he is he comfortable with me having a gun? If, even if all my intentions and all my actions from this day forward and in the past have shown that I'm like a friendly person and I'm here to uh, protect us and our best interests, you never know. Like he doesn't like if he had a gun, yeah. I'd be like, you know, yeah. But what if he, you know? And, we, and, and and even even in a situation where I where I do Christian and trust Christian and I do. Um, there's still like a bunch of factors in that. Like, do I do do I trust that he has it in a safe place, in a place where exactly. no one can get to it? Is, is yeah. there ever going to be a situation where he's not there, but someone that he knows is there and can get to it, or you know, X, Y, or Z, right? It's, it's too many. It's too many things to think about. But like, you know, we it had to be a joint decision of of all parties involved. Where but I kind of do want that fucking blicky dude just in yeah. case somebody run up in there. Nah, it's really, for real, really, it's just <laughs> like... Get that stick. It's just, <laughs> it's just about, like, protecting yourself. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It's like... And you're available. You're not, you're not trying to be... I'm not, not like, You ain't trying to be out here, like, what's, what's tough guy or whatever, but What's like, crazy is even of age blurs lines. Like, I have a um a nephew who... um My sister's, like, uh, almost... I forgot her age. I'm a, I'm a very bad brother but i have a nephew who is around 21 i believe i just turned 21 and he ha- he's had a gun since he was 19 but he lives a completely different lifestyle to me just probably two miles away on the west side of chicago because of the lifestyle he lives and people he knows he's been run upon by you know people with guns and right. he's been threatened just going dropping my uh my younger nephews and nieces off at school like he he, he lives a lifestyle to where if he if if he's caught lacking, that's his life, yeah. and like, and he's not a bad kid by any like by any means. But that's just the surrounding the situation he's grown up in. That's all he knows, and he has to protect himself. He has to protect his little brothers. Like stuff has happened to where like this nineteen year old needs a gun, yeah. and it's it's all about perspective and the lifestyle you live in. Like I can easily say, I can easily be sitting here and debating the comfortability. Of, oh, what if my roommate doesn't like the gun? Whereas he's like, I gotta have this like. Cause like he's had his life survive. almost his his life's almost been gone without it you know, and yeah. he's only nineteen you know twenty he just turned twenty one he's had this at least since he was like eighteen legally so like it's a different but at least different I mean he did it right though you know what I'm saying it's really like I said it's just about protecting yourself protecting like because you just never know what's gonna happen bro you can be like the you can be out the way, never doing anything, but those are the Bro. people who you like. It usually happens to, and yeah, it's like say, fuck, like you, 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 wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, and you ain't, you ain't got that right tool. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> what about you, Jason? How do you feel about it? Do you, would you own a gun? Would you? I feel like I don't know. There's not really much to say. It's just more about like I don't know. Just thinking about what we could be doing more and what is that everyone's saying like oh like we're not doing anything we're not doing anything but then what do we have to do you know what i'm saying no one's really explaining what we should be doing it's more about just we have to do something and yeah. it's just like for me i that's why i don't really want to say anything because everyone has a privilege to just be like yeah that's wrong that was a wrong mm-hmm. thing to do and i'm just like well no shit, that's wrong you know what i'm saying 
that goes into like something that I want to talk about. I see a lot on Twitter, uh, people like shame people for not saying anything, um, especially during the whole uh, George Floyd protest. Uh, people are getting called out for not putting a black box on their Instagram yeah. or like not speaking on it. And I think everybody like grieves different, and I don't think you should. Mm. Um, Try to make someone feel bad for not saying anything. You know? it, definitely. That gets to a point to where, like, everything that can be said has been reasonably said. You don't have to have this, uh, everybody just echoing each other. Like, we well, all can feel, you know, and be silent if you want. I think that's definitely true. But uh, thinking about it in my case, it's like, I don't need to post anything to social media. You know, like, uh, there's nothing I have to say that's important for, you know, anyone to see who follows me or whatever but like if i know people who are like on the wrong side quote unquote i know that's a weird thing to say no, i should not. i should be talking to them yeah. at least on my own mm-hmm. you know like maybe i didn't post a black box or whatever but like i'm talking to people who i know don't understand what's going on you right, know? right right yeah, so, that's a good way to put it. yeah i mean in the end you know rest in peace to all the children that like lost yeah like they had a whole future ahead of them like that's the future you know what i'm saying yeah but yeah i don't think we should keep talking about that <laughs> yeah yeah it's just worth mentioning um just so it's not hanging in the air yeah for sure yeah mm-hmm. how did you guys meet for those you know for those who don't know sure. yeah um we'll quickly say just uh because we were talking about that for a while uh we make food and we sell it we did it last summer, mm-hmm. and we're doing it again this summer. You can't stop us. Uh, we don't have a restaurant. We don't have a food truck. We have a pop-up. That means that we, if you want us to sell food where you are, just let us know, and we'll make it happen. We popping up. We bring the kitchen with us. Don't worry about how we get the kitchen there, and don't worry about how it works. You will eat a sandwich. I guarantee you don't ask any more fucking questions <laughs> about that being a truck. Yeah. There's no food truck. <laughs> I like this energy. <laughs> You guys um, do catering as well, right? Uh, yeah, we'll cater. You need some fucking food at a place, we got you. We'll pop up at your house. <laughs> we'll at, at, at your house. <laughs> but, but, but again, there is no food truck. There is no food truck. <laughs> I, I swear to God, you label us as a food truck, you catch your hands. <laughs> but is that something you guys like will want to have something like someday? For like, sure. Yeah, yeah. Food yeah. truck would be fire, but like... We just don't. I don't know. That's people, not what people, not people, I was asked today if you guys had a food truck. And I said no. <laughs> no, just so, so many people don't even ask if you have a food truck. They just like assume. They're like, oh, you should bring that food truck over you should when, when are you doing the food truck again i was like have you ever fucking I'm seen like, me in a truck like, never, never have never have <laughs> I, I wanted you guys on here because i i honestly believe in your product i think you guys put a lot of time and like love into your food so i wouldn't have you here if i didn't i generally um think you guys you, are the best chicken sandwich that i've ever had and the best cooks i know <laughs> I'm trying to think we, of. We love I you. Mean, we appreciate I mean, that. Aside from, we, we I know, know a lot of great cooks, but you guys are definitely in the top five. And like the quality is there. You know what I'm saying? I'll say yeah, top list, three for real. Look, list, and list the that's other in the top three. three. It's not a number. List the other two to four, and I'll go beat their ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Wow. You know what I'll say. That's another. I feel like a sort of misconception. I guess whatever. I'll just say it anyway. Um, like, I don't think of myself as like a chef. So I'll say, okay, my name is Octavio. Um, I'm like head chef. I get called that a lot for Slam Pigs, right. head chef. 
I, I denote that because people will come up to me and be like, oh, you're the chicken guy. I need, you want to cook? Can you do this? I'm like, dude, I'm, I run it, but I'm not the cook. I don't know how, you can, I don't know how to fuck a chicken sandwich is made unless I'm stacking it when it comes to the fucking molecular put together, the chicken Ooh. sandwich, just this guy. So worry, I call him head chef. Well, so yes, but then I guess what I, what I'm trying to say is like, I don't think of myself as a chef just because one, I'm not trained hmm. as a chef. I definitely, when I was graduating, uh, getting a bachelor's in music composition, I was like, should I go back to school? Should I get a master's or something? And for a second, I looked at a, at a, a culinary arts degree. They're so expensive. They're extremely <laughs> expensive. Like 200000 at least oh for four years. Wow. My aunt just finished hers up. But she did it, you feel me? She did a thing for like uh, for baking. She's a, you know what I'm saying? She's a, a baker, but it's it's very crazy. The it's process crazy. is nuts. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. She did it. Shout out she to my TT, for sure. Which Love is interesting because it's like vocational work, pretty much. So I feel like it should be easier than anything else. Yeah. But but you have all the recipes, right? You're not the main cook, but you have, you're the one that comes up with the recipes. Right. Well, I write the recipes and I test them. So that's why that's that's why everybody thinks yeah. I'm a chef. I guess what I'm just trying to say is, like, I know how to make good chicken sandwiches. Yeah. I know how to make good ribs. Like, I know how to make what I make. But I, I don't feel like a chef, you know, because I can't – I'm not going to show up on Chopped and, like, mm. yeah, I know what to do with this oh, rhubarb. Shout out, shout out to <laughs> you never know. Out. Look, <laughs> man, I like the fest. You bro, never know what you know how be, to bro. turn this yeah, rutabaga. Uh, like, I'll, I'll, I'll be the one and say that uh, Octavio's being pretty modest when, yeah. he's, when he's saying all this. I, I think he – I. Uh, to go to go to something that Key and I heard in while we were in college, um, the only difference between a professional and an amateur is one makes money. So if you're a a person who is cooking food and you're making money, guess what? You're a professional chef. Let's go of some kind. So you know, there's that. So you touched said. on that a little bit. Not only um, are you a professional chef now, but here also uh, you play music and you perform it, right? I seen on your story. You're yeah. going crazy on the stage. I uh, have a degree in music composition. I'm working on a master's in music composition. But all that really means is so get your ass up and work. Hell <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> no. <laughs> all that really means is, I don't know, being a musician is weird. I love to play jazz piano. I love to sing. I just did a Stevie, Stevie Wonder concert. Amazing concert. Like a month Such ago. Such a good performance. Wow. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite Stevie Wonder song? Oh, that's a crazy oh, we, question. We can do that all day. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that all day. I would say That Girl has to be top five. That Girl. Mm-hmm. Do I do? Do, do I, I do? do? Oh you gotta put, rock, you gotta put Rocket, uh, you gotta put Rocket Love in there, Rocket shit. Ooh. Nobody knows Ordinary Pain ever. Oh my nah, God. They don't. Songs in the Key of Life, that, that entire that album. That's probably top oh my three. God. Mm. Stevie Ordinary got a lot, bro. But, you know, we know. Yeah. Uh, and then next to you, we got Christian Walker, MMA professional. <laughs> what up? Uh, uh, kickboxing amateur. Sorry. Have <laughs> <laughs> you been paid to do this, dude? I've, I've only <laughs> lost money fighting. <laughs> slime Pigs has lost so much money. Yeah. I embezzle from Slime Pigs to, <laughs> to pay for my fight camps, and I lose the fights. No, I only lost one fight. You can fucking run up and try me if you want. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, shit. Um, I don't know much about... Uh, do you have anything like what's your your uh, your day job? What do you do outside of slime pigs? Well, funnily enough, I recently quit my day job. 
Let's go. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, we all aspire to be. <laughs> I I literally like, I I, I don't know how to explain it. I I took the opportunity to do like the, <coughs> the walkout, the quit. Like, no two weeks. Oh shit. No two weeks. Let's go. Um, yeah, give give me the play by play. Well, okay, so. I did delivery. I did wine delivery. Um, I, I just moved box, huge boxes of wine, mm-hmm. uh, very heavy. To pack the truck, didn't you? I packed the truck, a, a van full of it, and I drove around the loop and I took it to a bunch of bars and uh, shops. Right. Nice. So these this last week they had been, they had me in a broken down van that didn't have any AC oh. during that one week that was 90 degrees. Right. Hell no, baby. Dude, it was <laughs> it was straight up it was straight up hotter in the van than it was sitting outside. Mm. So after a week of that, and they, and and that particular day, I had gotten there early, and packed my my van early to get everything done early so that I can go uh, do other shit, and they had made a fatal mistake, which ended up in me having to unload the van completely from the order that I needed it to be because I needed to pack I need to pack it in a certain order for me to deliver everything. Point is, did they wanted me. You, you said you were already late. All those deliveries would have already been late. Exactly. I was. Uh, uh, if I had, if I did all of that, I would then be extremely late to all the shit that I had sh- shown up early to do. Hmm. So the guy, st- my manager is, is like, okay, well, this ne- this still needs to get done, and I don't have anyone else to to help you, so you, you need to do it. Oh my god. See. You. And and I'm and I'm I literally stand there staring at the shit that I need to move. Just making like to him, it was a complete silence. It's I'm in my head like trying to make the ca- the calculation to see if like I can do this move that I'm about to do, and I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm done. Like I'm good. Like yeah, you 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 guys you guys can handle it. I'm I'm okay. And that was today, or that wasn't today. That uh, was uh almost a- Tuesday, a week ago. It was Friday. Yeah. Friday? Oh, it was Friday. That's right. Friday. That's great because now that guy has to do it <laughs> or had to do it, right? Yeah, they so, they, so they had to figure fault, it out. Did you I feel? Did you yeah. feel liberated? I don't feel bad for him. I felt really liberated. Well, I do feel. I feel. Liber- I feel very liberated. The only thing that's uh, creeping up on me now is like the financials, yeah. right? Yeah. Obviously, it's always going to come down to that. It, it, that's always the um, incentive for people to just go back to work is you need to make money, right? So slime pigs needs. Are- Give you a raise. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> exactly. This isn't, this isn't the time or place. <laughs> actually, yeah, shut, shut your fucking mouth. Actually. But, well, the, the union will hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Here at Slime Pigs, we are firmly anti-union. Oh, we stand damn. firm with Amazon. <laughs> so I have a question. So why uh, chicken sandwiches and... Uh, it's not just chicken sandwich. Oh, it's not. They do ribs and. I could tell. I feel like I could just tell a brief story how it started. <clears throat> please, um, please, please, yeah. Pandemic happened. For a few months, my so my brother owns the house next to my house. Uh, and I moved in, and his brother is my landlord. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and um, oh, yeah, I got. Oh, and I it's got, got to. <laughs> my best friends to move in next door, and. Uh, the pandemic happened right before you were gonna move in. Yeah. So then a couple months later, you did move in. Yeah. And it was still lockdown, you know. Like- yeah. I I was also lucky enough to be completely out of work because I had uh, a ACL replacement surgery, so uh, I wasn't at work at all for like nine months because. And couldn't. if you could just give people like a brief description of your day job. Oh, uh, I'm an EMT uh, for a private ambulance for Loyola, so like I just do 
all the the reverse of what the fire department does. The fire department picks scrapes you up off the street, brings it to the hospital. And the hospital they patch you up, and then most most of the time they don't have room at that hospital, so you got to get bounced to another hospital or another facility. So after you get patched up in the ER, I take you from the ER to another place, or from the, or from the hospital back to your house, because like your legs are still fucking broken, you can't walk home. I gotta I gotta reverse ambulance you back into your house, you know, a bunch of shit like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> reverse is that easier to get into than the regular like regular oh uh, yeah yeah but say regular yeah regular stuff is like the fire department and they make fire departments harder shit to get on unless you're white and nepotism mm. <laughs> mm. whistleblower you know hey look <laughs> more niggas on the fire department i'm the you only know. black guy on the fire department i'm on right now it's hey, pretty we need sick more we need more Yo. um so then would you work twenty four hour shifts? Yeah, I do. Uh, I do two twenty fours Monday and Thursday. But yeah, back to the summer of slam picks. I was off work and I had just moved in next door to my best friend, and this was the start of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, and you had the surgery, right? You said I, I had I had a knee surgery, so I couldn't go to work. So I was out of work for nine months, just booling. And mm. uh, Fidel was off work because of the pandemic, right? Again, <laughs> yeah, F- Fidel got fired because of the pandemic. And then I was at Starbucks pandemic so i wasn't working yeah and starbucks was giving us catastrophe pay for a bit yeah i would have been working if my knee wasn't uh fucked up so it all it all it coincided at the perfect it's time cra- it was crazy they mm. almost canceled my surgery because of covid but i had scheduled us too far in advance because they like my, my surgery was like vocational like you don't need a new acl i was like yeah i fucking do my knee hurts every <laughs> goddamn day when- so they almost canceled it but i got i got my surgery and then the day after everything shut down like it was crazy this was 2020 okay 2019 yeah. so they were just oh, like covering your mouth and your nose while cutting your leg open right yeah they maybe they <laughs> what they they they, they they put me they put me under anesthesia and put a mask on my face i'm fucking with you. <laughs> they just put a bag over you oh i was gonna start tweaking i'm like well we gonna sue their ass what the fuck it was crazy. so then uh i had been cooking because i was home mm-hmm. all the time so i was just like having fun cooking learning how to make steak really well and um, because my friends just moved in. Best steak I ever had. My friends just moved in. I was like, let's have a cookout. Yeah. And then that went, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to so cook obviously. Out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so we started this vicious cycle of me gaining 20 every pounds. Week. Every week we Every cook, Thursday. Every th- we cook enough, like, we cook like 20 pounds worth of meat. Like steaks, ribs. It, it was insane. We made so much fucking We food. made so much food, which we stole because our homie Julian... <laughs> He works Got at, a hookup. Uh, <laughs> we don't indict people don't on this podcast. Allegedly. 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 We about to get him a do anything. It fell off a truck. We about to give him a recall charges over this fucking steak. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we were um, cooking out every week, every Thursday. Uh, we would cook out, and then right after, we would play like 48 48 rounds of Mario Kart. We played all 48 courses of Mario Kart back to back. It took wow. three hours, and we did that every every week for oh, like yeah. 20 weeks to who, see who was the best. Who was the best? Oh, my, my, my boy Julian. Unfortunately, he's also Puerto Rican, so that kind of makes him a little. Or, no, I'm trying to. Oh, yeah, nah, he's good, though. But also, another thing that allowed us to eat so much meat, me and Octavio would go on 30 to 50 mile bike rides all, oh, yeah. like twice to three times a week. It was kind of nice. insane. Yeah, it was it was it was that summer. I was just cooking a lot, and then as soon as the summer was over, it started getting cold. We couldn't cook out anymore. There was one cookout in the snow. Yeah, yeah. 
Nice. I think we did cook out one time in the snow. Okay, okay, stop us. Um, you invited us to your house to have your. Uh, oh yeah, you month. guys pulled up one time. That was that was once we were are, are, already had a few months. The like idea. It was yeah. five or six months of re- yeah. working on the recipe. That was like the follow. That was like the following year. That was like um, 2021 first, right before you guys. That started was basically a year later. Yeah. Sales, right? Pretty much, yeah. Like nine months later, it, it was to it was to secure the spot at Brown Boy Spring. We, yes, you know, sir. I was like, "Hey, come try the sandwich for you." You know, come first pop us up, out. right? Yeah, first pop up was with Pabs at <laughs> Brown Boy Spring. <laughs> no, no, honestly, for sure. What what are the cool dudes? And like the interview say, you put the battery in my back. Pabs put the battery in our backs to, uh, <laughs> to you know to, to uh, put up slime pigs. You know, yeah. get our first event. Nah, and you guys are way more professional than a lot of companies I know. You guys came through with the tents. You came through with tables. You got the trucks. Well, we were the fryers. Also. We got yeah. Shout out Big Meech, right? Yeah, a lot of help from the fan, Big oh, Meech. Yeah, yeah. Shout, out, shout out to Big Meech. They helped us out so much. They lent us the truck. They lent us the, the tents. They lent us all, everything we every, needed. Literally everything. Literally yeah. everything we needed. Every every gap that needed to be closed, it was Big Meech. Big, Big Meech was there. They've been going crazy. Yeah, right? honestly, I see why white people fuck with generational wealth so much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Having Octavius Cousins <laughs> give us all that shit to start a business, <laughs> which I made on my own and did everything by myself. Just kidding. They helped us out so fucking much. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's fire. And even when he told me like that day, I think we went to the gym that day. I'm sure. Yeah, we went to the gym that day, and he told me about it. And I'm just like, oh, true. Like he literally just told me like, oh, like I think that day we had made ribs actually. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. just told me to make sandwiches. But I'm like, that was just my first impression in general. And that shit was, <laughs> I was a believer since day one. Like yeah, since yeah. that day in general, that shit was fire. Yeah. Even saying you guys like do the pop ups, and I'm not like hey, I haven't been able to like make as many of them as I wanted to, just because of, you know the work like situation. That. But hey, I just recently left my job too. I didn't quit though. I did the two weeks. Yeah. I did the two weeks. So, <laughs> hey, hey. But uh, yeah. But yeah. If so, even from that, like, yo, you guys are doing your thing. So I can't wait to see like what happens. Like, they have one on Friday, twenty seventh. Coming up on Friday. I forgot. Oh, Octavia, Friday, I, I got cut off. So yeah, it was yeah. the win- it was the winter, and so we moved, we moved inside, and he'll take started it. Started making inside food. Which is uh, frying chicken. So we started frying chicken. We got a bunch of like tabletop fires, and he started busting down this crazy chicken recipe because I was hounding him about chicken sandwiches. It was also the it, first couple times. It was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> no, but we, we, we had just, we had just, we had just, we were going into the COVID pandemic, but we were just coming out of the last pandemic, which was everybody going ape shit over this Popeye's chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was one pandemic after another. Oh, yeah. yeah so from, we were like, fuck, you know. That's probably what it was. I yeah, probably was, had Popeye's. I had Popeye's a lot during the pandemic because I was, uh, I was going to school. I had quit Starbucks and then I was going to school, but everything was Zoom. Mm-hmm. I never went to school. I just had class. So I would just be at home either cooking or getting Popeyes. <laughs> yeah, so I probably was like, man, these chicken sandwiches are so good. I bet I could make one of these chicken sandwiches. Started working on the recipe. The first couple times was pretty shitty. Uh, but like six months later, I was like, I think we could sell this. Nice. And six, I love that you follow through. Cooking. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying that I love that you guys followed through with it. You know, a lot of people are all talk. You guys weren't. Definitely. And I think the only thing stopping you is time, right? If you guys weren't working, your day jobs are like going to school, you'd probably be doing it more. But oh. you only do it in the summer for now? Hell yeah. Well, it's, it's mostly like an outside thing. Like, it's, it, it's, we could probably get some indoor spots, but. Um, it's kind of impossible. Yeah, with, with deep fryers. With, uh, yeah. It, yeah, you don't want to be deep frying in a house. 
I mean, Taco Sublime, uh, shout out Taco Sublime. They have a res- residency at Mars Brewing. So you guys could probably do like a residency somewhere if you wanted to. That's the move. So, yeah. Once once a head chef over here is done with his uh, master's degree, you know, people want to get educated and shit. Gay. Yeah, you can't put <laughs> quotes on it. It's a, it's a real thing. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, go, I gotta go see Stevie Wonder. So I'm gonna <laughs> <A>. <laughs> no, I was kidding. He does a lot. He, he's doing a lot of work. He's raising a cool son. Yeah. He's a uh, he's a busy guy. So would you guys consider uh, summer 2021 successful? Being that yeah. your first. I I mean I hear all the time. I mean obviously it's apples to oranges, but I hear all the time that you know starting startup restaurants and stuff are in the red for like years, hmm. years, years, years. So, I mean, obviously we didn't get a brick and mortar. We didn't buy all the shit and renovate this place. But, like, we didn't go under or anything. Yeah. We paid everybody for every hour they worked. I think I think that's success. For sure. We were talking about this uh, last time you guys came over. Um, it's not really so much about the money, right? Or, like... Um, it's, like, how much of an impact you made, right? Yeah, definitely. And you definitely made an impact. You, like had family like sure. made it feel like a community yeah we 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 uh in a time where everybody was like um not hanging out because of COVID and all that that was at least one event but there was at least one event because you know our pop-ups and music and like all that stuff was kind of halted for a while there was at least one event where everybody can slide grab something to eat and see their homies in passing yeah. or end up you know fuck around end up just sitting there for like a couple hours you know not social dishes and like they should have been but you know <laughs> th- we, we we end up bringing everybody together for like a slight moment you can be as comfortable as you want because it was outside just come get some food see your homies you know and just you know go by real quick you know i think it was we 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 striked at the right time and for sure it was really good yeah, yeah it's not easy either because it's like i mean it's just food bro it's very easy to like fuck up you know what I'm saying? So yeah. even it's like, I don't know, even when you taste the food, it's like you taste like the love in it. You feel me? So it's like something that's genuine. Um, and it's good, too. So you feel me? Like you wouldn't be like, I'm sure like even when you see the people eating and like and enjoying it, it's like kind of like surreal. But it's like. It's hard for sure. For sure. Because, um, I mean, it's not, it's, it's nice to think like, yeah, man, these people supported us. Plenty of people said X, Y, and Z about the food. But at the end of the day, I was like. Do I agree? You know, I made it and I, I can taste it right now. Is it good or is it bad? As long as it was good, I was happy. As long as I thought it tasted good, I was yeah. happy. That that goes with us too. Like as long as we like our products, I think that's all that matters. Everybody's we think it's good. Yeah. Everybody's right. gonna be y'all, it's always gonna be You can't please you everyone. Back. You know what's crazy is the stupidest complaint we got, the most common complaint we got, <laughs> the most quantifiable complaint we got about our food. Was it, this sandwich is too big. I know we're out here serving some little babies. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Yeah, people, a lot of people this thought is, it was too big. This is too much food. Oh, the damn, price, my bad. Got, we, got some, <laughs> we, get, we got a drink and some chips. Yeah. You feel me? I was yeah, very satisfied, crazy. actually. Bro, you know? <laughs> good enough for dinner, dude. Like, I'm, that's what a perplexing thing to say to somebody. Like, You gave me well, too much okay, of a I good mean, product. Yeah, again, kind of what I said is like, I kind of... I'm trying to serve myself. What if I walked in and I ordered? Yeah. I would be happy. 
But yeah, I mean, a lot of people can't handle a sandwich that big, I guess. But they're not saying it's not good. <laughs> they're, not, they're, not, they're not saying it's not good. They're just saying it's right, not They're just like, oh, I can barely fit it in my mouth. You know what? You know what? <laughs> yeah, that's the point. I did that on purpose. To, to be charitable to them, I think it's just that they feel bad about like having to end up throwing away like a For big sure. chunk of like a, of, like a good sandwich. That's probably it. But we're just, you know, we're like, just being, you already bought it. We're just teasing. We also, that was part of the research is like, which chicken sandwiches do we like? Like, which restaurants, which wherever. Yeah. And uh, my favorite phrase or idea, chicken sandwich culture, almost always, how big is this sandwich? Yeah. Is it a good size? Because if it's a tiny sandwich, you're like, well, this oh, is... It. People are very much used to this whole um, coming off this Popeye's craze where, like, all these fast food, fast food places are giving you, like, a fourth of what a chicken breast actually is. So they used to the small ass sandwich, and they're like, "Yeah, that sandwich is only four dollars." Yeah, you're getting a fourth of a chicken breast has been frozen for like three weeks. Like we're giving you a made-to-order, damn near two-thirds to almost a half chicken breast, consistent, product. consistently made-to-order. That chicken hasn't t- that chicken didn't touch grease until after you wanted it, mm-hmm. and it's coming to you fresh. So that's why it's cost that much, and it's it's, it's gonna be huge because we're not trying to skip out on you. You know, we give you some quality. When I think about sandwiches, I do think about the size of the sandwich for sure. Mm. It's like it gotta be. You feel me? I don't want to pay for a you know a wimp. You know, I want the I want the Larry Lobster, not the not the you feel me, not the not the not the small. You feel me? We living like Larry, <laughs> living like Larry. So uh, a few weeks ago, we actually went to Lucy's. That's what I consider probably the best check-in spot in Chicago. Um, what do you guys? What did you guys think about it? Be honest, you weren't there. Okay, so yeah, no. we walked in. <laughs> we walked in and. What did we order? Four sandwiches? Yeah, I, I'm a madman when it comes to eating. I ordered four sandwiches that I would have ate with or without my partner there eating it with me. <laughs> well, I would have just ate, did it. You I ate, ate a burger on my own also and half and of... and a half or something. And half yeah. of three chicken sandwiches. He ranks food. I've seen it, and I like it. Yeah. Yeah, like he would put the... you eat like... Hello, I, I mean, just hello restaurants on eat, on Yeah, yeah I fuck with it. There was some rating... That oh, pretty dude, bad. I would call them bitches out right now. Green Street, Smoke Meats. I swear oh. to God. <laughs> that shit is ass my guy i have never had more ass more expensive was, barbecue in my life like bro they got the, the restaurant ambiance location it's sick as hell but like they forgot that the main thing they had to do was cook some good ass food they yeah. just forgot that shit like, it was, was pretty messed ass. up it was it was pretty expensive and didn't taste good at all they fucking got like two bites of meat on the rib like bro and was, i spent like 24 dollars on the ribs what the hell mm. <laughs> we, we'd have to try it there obviously but when we got to go it was bad it was just was portions bad. were nothing the brisket was flavorless. It was not a good time. All right, but back to Lucy's though. Yeah, okay, I so we got bacon jam chicken sandwich. That was the best sandwich there. The buffalo, uh, buffalo worst sandwich there. <laughs> um, and then the spicy sandwich. The, the, oh my god, which See, is controversial. To, I, I, I knew, I knew. Despite the Mexicans in the kitchen, because I took a peep, peep in the kitchen, I like to see how they were working. Uh, the restaurant's definitely catered to the uh, more fair skin because when they say a spicy sandwich, a sandwich tasted like nothing. Like, it, it tasted like a regular. It tasted like sandwich. what our regular chicken sound. Mm, no spice. Like they probably put some pepper on it. Zero spice. It. Oh, some yeah. pepper. Yeah, yeah this shit was salty. Like it wasn't. So, <laughs> what would you rate it, Lucy's? Would I rate Lucy's? And is there a better chicken? At chicken least. Spot? The bacon jam sandwich. The bacon jam the bacon sandwich. Jam. I'm giving. Yeah. I'm giving it a, a eight and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say. I was gonna say eight. You know, but can you we explain can the layering of the sandwich, bro. <laughs> what, what, what was it? I wasn't thinking what? about it that way. 
Oh, uh, true. So it wasn't like she um, was. I'm sure it was it? caramelized uh, onions on there because mm. it was sweet. Yeah, yeah. The caramel, all right, caramelized onions. I don't um, remember cheese. The cheese. Mm. No, I, don't I don't remember that, cheese. On I, don't, it. I don't think that was cheese, but the, yeah, ba- the bacon jam itself, whatever they used to make that, was busting. The buffalo, they went wrong because they put a hella um, what's blue, cheese? Cheese. blue cheese on there. They put dry blue cheese on there. <laughs> uh, it tastes like biting into mold, and they put a lot on there. And then also, uh, the most fatal mistake with a buffalo sandwich, they didn't use spicy buffalo. Yeah, they it was sweet like, there buffalo. was no spice at all. I never had that before. That's sweet, crazy. sweet buffalo is ass. Why well, make a sweet buffalo sauce? Buffalo sauce should be hot and buttery, mm. not sweet and buttery. It was that. It was. Uh, well, as you guys can tell, you got they know a lot about their chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I uh, liked, yeah, the, the, was chick, I the liked chicken itself a lot. was very good, nice proportion breast and um, crispy, very crispy, <laughs> nice proportion breast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, I would say some a uh, couple of those. I don't remember which ones could have been juicier. Yeah, especially because they were thighs. I was a little surprised. Oh, they were thighs. Yeah, they were thighs for sure. Oh, you know, I do remember being there and they were thighs. I'm sorry, not that they weren't breasts. He was right there with thighs. They were juicy thighs. Juicy mm. ass thighs. No, I, well, I guess I just said the opposite, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Squared, do you know what time it is? Of course I know what time it is, Jason. It's snack time. It's snack time. Burger King chicken sandwich. It's called the Chicken. And this is whose favorite chicken sandwich? This is my second favorite. <laughs> this is your second uh, favorite. What is it? Aside from Lucy's, I don't know if you've had it before. Oh. This is just a Chicken. Um, but I do think it's the best for a fast food restaurant right now. And you guys said you haven't tried it. I think it's better than Popeyes. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. And you to guys try. kept bringing up Popeyes. So. I will say Popeyes is like my favorite. However, I will uh, be honest. Popeyes. Um, has a high range. No way. Yeah. I haven't had Burger King. I haven't had Burger King in like. Is that a spicy one? I've just got the regular. Like seven Why? years. It's going to be I the like first the time. More. Really? Yeah. Now you got to get the spicy one. The spicy one, one was too wet for me. I don't know. It has sauce on the spicy one. This one doesn't have sauce at all. I should have got the spicy one. You uh, didn't say anything. I get the regular all the time. Really? Yeah, the this bitch is a good size. Is there like. It's cheese. All right, right. Oh, wait. All right, three, how, two, one. How, 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 <laughs> no, go how, ahead, how, go how, ahead. How, Take it, bite. Oh. oh. It's just beef. <laughs> Keep in mind, it, it could have been a little better if it was fresh, but yeah. I feel like this. Yeah, nah, dude. <laughs> this is a surprisingly good bun. This is this is nice and buttery. Mm-hmm. Been I having Burger King in like seven years. This this is like a deep. This is, this is this is a very deep buttery brioche. Like it's yellow throughout the entire brioche. That's pretty crazy. What do you rate it out of ten? Oh, yeah, yeah. One second, man. Let me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enjoy it. Savor it. What time did we get these? What time did we get these? How old? Like, has to be like uh, an hour old, right? An yeah, hour. yeah, yeah. An hour? Oh. <laughs> or an hour old is holding up surprisingly well. It could be drier. Let me, let me, we let got me it bite, two days ago. That, that <laughs> just, just to grade it on that curve, you know? Okay, okay. Yeah, it could, take your time. It could be drier, honestly. Like, mm. so, oh, I guess <laughs> what I'm saying yes, is... Yes, we need it. That's, well, the, that's the thumbnail. What I'm saying is... I'm going to give this shit. Wait. I, oh, yeah, go ahead. I, w- I wish you guys you ate the spicy one, because it's not spicy, but it has sauce all over the That was spicy when we fire. I'm going to give it... An eight. Mm. I'm gonna give it an eight. All right. Yeah, bun was the most surprising thing about it. That's a quality bun, coming out of fast food places. It's kind of crazy. A little too much mayo. Felt like it busted my mouth a little bit. I was like, oh. 
I didn't know we were there yet. I didn't know we were See, ro- rocking good. like that. <laughs> nah, look at that. Like, look at the glob of mayo on the side of that. That's nah, kind of. Uh, this one ain't had that one. Mm. This one's good. Regular. Kind of regular amount of mayo. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the chicken itself, I didn't taste it that much. It was, you know. It tastes salt. Yeah, it tastes salt. That's what I was about to say. It, it, t- it tastes salty. Mm-hmm. I tasted the pickles. They got a quality pickle on there. It's pretty crazy for another fast, fast food place. Quality pickle. The skin. Not crispy. I, I'm not crispy, but I'm gonna say maybe because it's old. It's only like an hour old. I'm putting this sandwich at like a solid like six. Like I'd eat it, but I ain't about to go out my way for it. No, it's pretty good for the <laughs> slime pigs. What about you, Octavia? Um, I don't know. I guess numbers don't really mean anything to me. I'd agree with Christian though. I I like it. Happy to eat it. Happy to eat it. I wouldn't go there. Yeah, if I ended up if like if I woke up at a Burger King, I'm like, oh fuck, let's, let's fuck around with this uh, chicken. But I ain't about to drive <laughs> to no fucking Burger King for this. I'm telling you, this is the first time I had it in a minute. So, but I don't think I would be driving back. Like either. for something that's really. I don't think you so. You gave it eight. Yeah, but I'm not going to Burger King. Okay. Like, I just don't normally eat Burger King. Alright guys, but I do like Whoppers. I do, you know, I appreciate the Whoppers, bro. You know who used to have my favorite chicken sandwich, but everyone I've had since no, I've had I had, the last one I had was really good. I went to the Double Dogs on um, I forgot which one it was. It's the one by the uh, the Vic Theater. Devil or Double? Devil Dogs. Okay. I used to love Double Dogs. I used to eat that so much. Best Oreo shake in existence. They have a chicken sandwich called the Rooster. That's my favorite chicken sandwich. It probably still is. I think the last one I had lived up to it. The, the last five I had before that last one, they were going downhill. But it all depends on the location. That rooster at Double Dogs, give it a try. Big margin for error. It might be good. It might be the best sound you ever had. If it hits that one day, it's go hit. I, I trust you. That's a solid 9.5. It's nice. insane. I, I, I'm starting to feel like this may be too salty. It was pretty salty. You know what that shit? I feel like mine was decent. I ain't gonna lie. Like, y'all the bad one. <laughs> shit, mine was like, mine was salty. It wasn't overly salty though. Think, like normal amount of mayo. I think we probably don't let ourselves be happy. You know? Yeah. yeah. Everybody's right. a crazy. These guys, these guys. Somewhere like this is somebody's favorite sandwich. Down. Yeah. No. Well, this is, he said this is his favorite. Well, yeah, you said this is your favorite. Favorite sandwich. fast food. Oh. Actually, I actually think they're holding back because usually uh, we have strong. We well. I think part of it is we put like we put fast food chicken sandwiches on one spectrum and we put made to order made to order sandwiches in a completely yeah, different it's two, it's list. Two different things. So mm. like if, if if I was if I was going straight fast food, this is a good sandwich. Like I listed a lot of good qualities about it. Like this is up there. This compete this com- this this <laughs> this competes with Popeyes, Popeyes easily. Like this competes with Chick Fil A easily. <laughs> this is like you know if it if it has some real spice and coating on it. At a, like I, you know, Dave's would be slugging with it against too, but like you know, it's a difference between made to order and fast food. You know, like, shout out the king. You know, it's 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 like <laughs> the, this sandwich is D one, slam pigs is NBA. Like so I know. Yeah. Like, hey, but D one is good. Yeah. D one is like, good. It's working. Like, it's like trying to waste time putting McDonald's, trying to place the number with that McDonald's belongs for the for the best burger. Like, are we gonna waste time to try to place McDonald's? McDonald's? Garbage, exactly. So why why are we? We should be talking about the other yeah, burger okay. places. Okay, because we hey, got to be don't real. Be, don't be talking about McGriddles, like, bro. McGriddles are kind of like crazy. <laughs> didn't you, didn't you get some real. the other day and you didn't like them? 
Nah, what are you talking about? That was I, w- I would never talk Expose. bad about Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, best <laughs> breakfast, best breakfast. Okay. All right, well, I'm a little down. parched, so we have a Mountain Dew. <laughs> All right, now, now this shit is scary. We have Mountain Dew, you know, flaming th- hot. This shit remind me of the, uh, of that fucking, about this. Of that fucking <laughs> Earl video where they drinking death Basically juice. He's talking about <laughs> like this. This kind of crazy. I saved my last bite. All right, we're all gonna we're gonna rate this after this. In three, two, one. This, oh man, tour health. Um, Surprisingly, I'm very interested what you guys are gonna Surprisingly. say. Surprisingly, what, what the fuck? Tastes like a Paloma. What the fuck? Tastes like a Michelada. It does. It tastes like a Paloma. That's a good. Mm-hmm. Ah, see. Not bad. I know myself. You know why I think it tastes like a Paloma? Because it's kind of spicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It is. So what is this supposed? What flavor? This is really just supposed to be I a straight flavor. Hot. I taste to me like um, <clears throat> squirt with. But yeah. it's spicy. Yeah, yeah. Like no spice flavor. Just that's why it tastes like a problem. It's, it's, the rest of this. For, for me, it was. It, I think it's okay. It the, tastes like square. I like square. Yeah. The spices are overwhelming, and it hit after. It was like the aftertaste. It left a little residue of spice why in my mouth. Why would they do this? It was kind of. It's kind of wild. <laughs> got us why would they name it this? That's Mountain Dew, right? Yeah. yeah like, why would you name wow, it this? I'm, I'm actually very impressed. Me too. Mountain Dew is really bad. I really that's, was expecting so much. Worse. I would probably drink a whole bottle of that. But now. Maybe I'm wrong because my stomach's starting to hurt. Yeah. Hey, stop, 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 Chill, chill, yeah. chill. Nah, I'm, that, that's why I didn't finish my cup. I will say... I damn near finished... Fin- oh, all right, I look, will, we, already, we already here. I'm yeah. already here. Cheers. I will say this is the uh, best thing I've had that unnecessarily included Hot Cheetos. I'm not calling out any specific <laughs> business that includes Hot Cheetos. I'm just saying this is definitely the best thing I had that unnecessarily included Hot Cheetos. Wait a second. I think you're wrong. What? Because I think it's a gimmick. There's nothing hot Cheeto about this. Nothing. It doesn't taste besides like hot the, Cheeto. There's the nothing color. Cheeto about it. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess the color. That Yeah. Look, Maybe the, gonna... they just wanted to collab, right? Exactly. Look, well, I'm damn near high. I was going to be like, did y'all taste that Cheeto at the end? <laughs> like, y'all taste that? No, it's not a Cheeto flavor. There's I would hate cheese. to taste like little bits of Cheeto. Dude, imagine it tastes like a fucking cheese, cheese puff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was expecting. Blended. I just I mean, I again, I thought it tasted okay, I, but I just think it's kind of dumb that it doesn't taste like a Cheeto, but it says <laughs> flaming hot sauce on it, the bottle. It, it's still a Mountain Dew, dude. It's just a spicy Mountain Dew. It's like a Mountain, it's like a Mountain Dew with, like Zero some, out with, of some, 10. with some old tahine in it. Let's go. Zero out rating. of 10. I don't fuck with soda, really. And then also don't fuck with Mountain Dew or Hot Cheetos especially. Just rate it. So, <laughs> zero out of 10. One out of zero. Five. Solid Let's go. Five. I'll definitely say a five. I know yeah. you said five. I wouldn't drink it again, but uh, it was it was surprisingly good, you know. Yeah, I'll give it a two. I give it, I give it like a six. You just said your stomach hurt. You didn't even, you didn't even finish it. It was a six before my stomach. My head is starting to heat up. I ain't gonna lie to you, like yeah. up here, like right here. <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> I don't what know. It's thing. like you don't like put like a little spice like up here from it. it Not like, up here. It tastes good, but like. You won't get it again. It might be mixing no, in with the, I won't get with it the weed right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm annoyed that I like the first half of it, and then like the last half of it just sucks. It's like really, really bad. You know yeah. what they should do, Mountain Dew? They should collab with... Who makes me- the menthol cigarettes? Newport's. Newport. <laughs> Mountain Dew times Newport. Menthol, I would drink that. Damn, that should be black. That should be black. I would drink that. Right. He, just, he, just, he just wants a minty Mountain Dew, but he has to put cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is mintier than a menthol. 
nigga <laughs> mouthwash motherfucker like experiment <laughs> five gum head ass. have you guys five seen five gum have you seen it lately Yes, I haven't. I, haven't. I, I heard the company chewed five gum and they disappeared. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, I got chewed five gum. Definitely seen five gum. I went to the gas station the other day and got some. Mm. What flavor was it? It was the regular, like the winter mint. Really? Yeah. Maybe they have an old stock. In Westchester, dog. Um, yeah, speaking of soda collabs, I saw recently that Pepsi had a uh, a IHOP pancake Pepsi soda collab, so it tastes like maple syrup. And Pepsi together, and I was like, "That's some diabetic ass shit. That's kind of crazy." I can't imagine it. Like, just super, just imagine putting some syrup in your Pepsi. I guess, like, it's crazy. gonna be dummy sweet. Kinda I thought thick. that was called scissorp. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> dad jokes. I, I, I was making jokes like that well, well before he was a dad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, we, we were there. Um, so, prior to this, you guys are saying that you guys have six people. On your team? Uh, um, Maybe give or take? Five. Five. And Possibly adding a six for sure. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to be taking a leave of my absence. We'll be pretty busy this year, so uh, I'm going to have to step back from uh, outside of the kitchen. People. So we're going to need – I'm worth like three people, so they're going to have to hire like three people to replace me. You guys want jobs? <laughs> <laughs> we might. <laughs> um, does it ever get like it's uh, too many cooks in the kitchen? I know we've talked about that before. Sometimes we feel like it's too many people – Contributing ideas or like, well, the, that's not playing okay, the role. Well, that's where the head chef thing makes sense. Mm-hmm. You're the boss. Fidel and I are like the only ones, basically, who th- like are like, oh, what if we made this? What if we made like that? innovating? Yeah, and a lot of the time, I'm I'm just a sounding board for um, Octavio's ideas for the most part. Well, at least one of your ideas, I still want to do it. Just I didn't haven't done it. Oh yeah, I'm I'm super. I'm, yeah, I'm still super down to try that. But but that that's gonna need us to to take some time to exactly yeah which we don't we don't have time right now. Well now you do right. So oh well, yeah I guess now I do. Huh? <laughs> yeah if I fire you you'll have plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> no please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean yeah so yeah. I would say no, you know. <laughs> perfect. Per- perfect. I, I wasn't expecting you know. Yeah, perfect. Perfect amount of cooks in the kitchen. Every, every everybody plays their role pretty well. Grease man does grease man stuff. Head chef does head chef stuff. They you know they work together in the kitchen to get it done. It takes two cashiers. Cashier of the year. She busts it down. She get it right. Um, our Puerto Rican guy, he does Puerto Rican things. Um, <laughs> nah, he's our runner. He does everything we need him to do. And anything anything Julian that needs so to happen. Funny. Everything else is Julian. We yeah. tell him six to nine, he's like, there at six. And at nine, he's at the bar. At, at, ni- at, yeah. nine, at, at, the at bar. nine, he's blackout oh. drunk. <laughs> like, how did this that, happen? Yeah, we, we don't actually don't give him money. We pay him in beer. <laughs> oh, that's not, yeah, that's yeah. something that I wanted to talk to you about. Like, being that you guys have a team, are you guys... Um, yeah, how do you guys pay each other out, or how are you guys splitting all the profits? We, uh, we, we, you want actual numbers? Not numbers, <laughs> just like how do you do? You guys Take out the do you guys stuff. pay them? Do you guys not yeah. pay them? Oh, I mean, no, I yeah. think this is like we're trying to make it somewhat an entrepreneurial podcast. So, like for people that want to start a food company, <laughs> uh, wouldn't they? They would. They would like to know, I guess, how. I, uh, I, w- I would say how to run it. At the end of the day, this is this is like hard labor. Like unpacking the truck, packing the truck, getting all this food ready, doing all this stuff. It's sometimes it's not fun and it's stressful. Dealing with customers like this shit 
it's, it's, it's a limit to where, like, this isn't fun anymore. I'm just actually working. So we're very aware of that, and we pay all our friends. Uh, we agreed on a rate, and they get paid that rate hourly. And, like, we're true to it. Like, Fidel, for the for the um, event Friday, Fidel already, had, already has, like, well, like, eight hours today from shopping, prepping, oh, and, like, cleaning dude. the kitchen. I didn't even think about like, it. Like, That's how I found the yeah, problem. everybody gets paid hourly besides me and Octavio because we front the money, and then we reinvest it back into everything. Yeah. Um, a lot of labor, love. Yeah, and me and him, we just we just do what we got to do. But everybody else, since this is like kind of our like hop, our thing to do, everybody else just helping us along the way. Make it, sure they get paid. Make sure they get paid because <clears throat> goodwill only goes a long way when you're standing up for eight hours over some hot ass grease, or we got you packing a truck, or you're getting rained on, and it's it's insane. Like to, to elaborate on on that a little bit, I, um, we, but I, I think made the push really early to to uh, to give like a really good hourly rate yeah so that later on like we're not worried about like like morale because yeah. because because morale plays a huge part in in a way that we don't often appreciate like if if someone's like there's a big difference between someone standing over a hot fryer for 10 an hour and 15 an hour right and the person at 15 is is not only doing is not only happier but is also doing a way better job Mm -hmm. Just because they feel better about it. We're not going to give you 15, though. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're staying at 1725, guys. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give one day. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, no, it, yeah. It, it really resonated with me, too, when uh, after our first like our first event that we were able to pay Fidel. Like, Fidel, pretty much last summer, made more money than me and Octavio. That first? Oh, yeah. I think last summer, yeah, Fidel made more money than either of us did. Nice. That first, that first uh, weekend that we had an event where oh I got paid God. the hourly rate, I straight you, up, I straight up cried. made him, I straight up made him more, <laughs> and I felt really good because I was unemployed. Yeah, <laughs> look, look, we we literally handed this guy like like almost like five hundred dollars, five hundred, six hundred dollars, and this dude like had a tear in his eye. It was it was, <laughs> it was it was insane. It was like so surreal, and that's when the lockdown. I was like, damn, I really got to pay these Mexicans to do my work. Uh, <laughs> look, grease man, grease man, get that grease. You feel right. me? And, and ever since they cut my hours. Yeah. But you know <laughs> what I think. What's interesting about, in response to your question, is a lot of people, a lot of people who've helped us have offered uh, not to take the money. Yeah. They said, I don't need it. I'm just helping you out. Don't worry about it. We're adamant. We're like, no, you're going to nah, take the money. Because we don't want complications down the line, dude. That's one reason. Yeah. The second reason, which for sure, yeah, I don't want like people to think a certain way and then later on who knows what happens mm -hmm. the second reason at least in my head maybe i never said this out loud is like if we can't afford to pay anyone is this like worth doing it's a lot of fun but like it's really hard work yeah so like what's the point if no one's getting paid right uh, i know it's part of the mindset is like you have to get through the hard part to then one day be successful but it's like people have bills now Nice. You know, so yeah, we make sure we could pay everybody. I do a lot of budgeting ahead of time. A lot of the time, I'm like, I know how many sandwiches we need to sell to get everybody paid. Nice. So yeah. I'm just like counting until that point. And then when we get there, I'm like, we did it, and I'm happy. Yeah. That's there was beautiful. one event where it was like five hours. I think it was a five hour long event, and every hour it was like a fifth of the sandwiches so i was like man this is moving slow like i don't think we're gonna sell out today but every hour is a fifth so 
at the end, I think like the last five minutes, someone put in the last order. We sold all the chicken. It was yeah. like, damn. Probably hit the so mark. you barely made it, right? Yeah. That damn. And yeah. it's crazy how much it could vary. Like pop-ups, right? We've had some duds and we had some some crazy sellouts. Like people ordering like 50 sandwiches in 30 minutes. Like that don't sound crazy because you're thinking about McDonald's. But when it's five oh people making, when it's five people making the sandwiches after you order them, not chicken that's been sitting there all day at McDonald's, that's insane. And like, and we appreciate everybody being patient with the wait times. Like it takes at least 20 minutes to fry a breast and put and put a sandwich together. Now imagine that. 29 people just ordered within the, the last, last the, the last five minutes of you and, and and at least 20 of those 29 people ordered two or more sandwiches it's gonna take you a while to get your sandwich so we appreciate the patience like you know yeah it's, i feel like it's just like signs of like just obviously being like good leaders in ali you know what i'm saying all these like generals in your own space um and that's just fire bro you know what i'm saying like it's just like very inspiring to see um, so, like, what would you say to somebody that's trying to get? I mean, you guys are still pretty like fresh in, but like, you guys are like pretty seasoned at this point. Um, but like, what would you say to somebody like who's just trying, who's trying to get into the industry or trying to start? I say, uh, literally, just do it. Um, when we started this, we were just joking about it. We were literally just joking about it. the name was a joke. Like, I, I know we kind of skipped over that. Somebody asked the name was a joke. We were just literally cooking and just bulling around with, with our boys like every Thursday and the name was a joke we were making a joke about Slam Pigs and we, we was like oh we should make a restaurant called Slam Pigs and such such and such and such and I'm, I see so many people with so many ideas doing things like literally just being around you guys be, like knowing Pabs knowing all the people adjacent in that space like they just do it and they make it their lifestyle that's them I'm like we can do a thing um, why not just do it like I'm at you know I, I know I have my full time gig I know he's doing everything he's doing everything but there's still space in the day to do something that's hype. So I I reached out to Pabs. I got a logo done. I surprised Octavia with it. Say, all right, I already put money towards it. This is how we should do it. We should actually do it. An opportunity came up. We didn't run from it. We didn't second guess it. We just did it. It's never going to be a convenient time to do it. You just got to do it. Nice. Right, yeah. I would say kind of the last thing you just said, uh, do not wait for a convenient moment. Don't think uh, this is the not the right time, X, Y, and Z. It's not going to work out. It's never, you're never going to get the, the moment where you think, oh, man, everything lined up. It's perfect. No, it's never going to happen. So you just have to do it. Um, the other thing I would say, though, is to ask for help. If you know anyone who can help you with anything you're trying to do. Do not be afraid to just ask for help. Just ask them for help. Because if we didn't ask anyone for help, we would have been, like, fucked for yeah. sure. Because a lot of stuff went wrong asking for help, so imagine if we had if we were just doing it on our own. There's no reason to like brute force like tough guy through it. Definitely. If you know somebody, don't be embarrassed. Just and you want to do it bad, so yeah. get yeah. over it. There's all there should be always somebody willing to help you and guide you along the way. So you know you might you got to put your pride aside. Don't wait for the moment. Try your best and don't be afraid to accept that hand that's being offered to you. Nice. To, to expand on that a little bit, just so that uh, it doesn't sound like we come away with, like, just do it. Um, try to give yourself a deadline. Give yourself, like, an event. For, for us, it was Pobs' uh, uh, Brown Boy Summer event. Spring. Spring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but before that, it was, it, like these guys were saying, it was all jokes. And it was, it was 
it wasn't until we made the promise and we put like our name on the line <laughs> that we that it lit a fire under our ass and we were like okay so now this needs to happen otherwise yeah. we're going to disappoint a lot of people yeah. right so you kind of it, it's it's like you're kind of manipulating yourself into like doing the thing you need to put yourself in a position where where you need to do the thing. You, you need to yeah. uh, put your yeah. reputation on the line. We got, we got peer pressured into it, and I peer pressured them. I was like, bro, I promise, Pabs, I'm cool as hell, and I make sounds, dude. You can't make me a liar. We got to do it. <laughs> no, yeah, and now we're working on our second logo together, right? Hell yeah. You know, new shirts coming out. We're going to have an event soon. Dude, it's nothing Hopefully like the Pabs July, logo. Beginning of July, we'll have an event here at the studio. We're looking 21. forward to it. Um, we'll have special edition shirts, maybe some other items. But, um, yeah, would you guys say that your parents are proud of what you do? Um, do they know about it? How do your parents feel about it? I'm the baby. Yeah. I think as long as I'm not. You can't do no wrong. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean. You do a lot of wrong in their eyes, but. I uh, started playing music at a certain point, and I was like, man, I really like playing music. I want to be like a rock star. I don't know when I was like 13 or 14 or something. I was like, I want to go to NYU. And I didn't even know what that meant. But my parents, my dad was always like, I don't know, like maybe you should go to school for something else. And then after you can work on the music. Mm. Uh, and then life happens. And I think people eventually realize like you can't force someone to be a certain way. So yeah, I think my parents are proud of me. I think they definitely probably fear for me a lot of the time like, like with, with, with music kid? or yeah. or even with slam pigs they're like see me stressing out and they're like you know this isn't a big deal or you don't have to do this you could do something else but i think they're proud in the end anyway nice um yeah my mom has always been proud of me i'm the coolest sibling i'm, <laughs> I'm good at everything i almost never failed i'm pretty humble also. <laughs> <laughs> no, um yeah no i've been um I've been pretty independent from, like, a very young age. Like, obviously, I get a lot of help, and I got a lot of good family support and, like, a lot of good friends support. But, like, all my siblings have been, like, eight years old, like, like up to eight to ten years apart from me. So I've been raising my own, been left to do everything and figure most things out on my own devices. And, um, like, all my hobbies, I've been very secular and, like, just doing what I want to do. My mom's always been proud of that and always pushed for my individuality. So when she heard about, like... Oh, you're you're AMT trying to get into fire. You're taking fights. Now you're doing. You're now you're selling chicken sandwiches. Like she's just like, okay, cool. This is another thing you're doing. Like, hell yeah, go for it. Like she's just proud out the door, off the step, and I love that support from her. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. What about you, Fidel? Um. How do they feel about slime pigs? My it's it's just me and my mom oh. uh, and my little brother. Uh, my mom, me and my mom have like a unspoken type relationship where like i kind of have to assume that she's proud of me a lot of the yeah, time yeah. um but I, but i know that she is right yeah. like is she, she like uh, for what she doesn't say she she's there a lot of the time yeah. she's she's there all the time but she she's not a very like outspoken person you know yeah that, that, that's just that's just the nature of parents sometimes they, they don't really communicate in the best ways yeah, it's, it is very weird, like, especially, like, if you get older, it's like, damn, but that's a whole, like, different conversation for another Definitely. day. Definitely. But oh it's, it is very crazy. Your, your, your parent, you just, uh, you, well, as you get older, you, you learn that your parents are just other people. Yeah. Just, like, other people, like, like, if you were put nah. in that position, how would you be? <laughs> nah. <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's crazy. Do you, to the two dads in the room, do you ever feel like there's a point, there's going to be a point where your son is just another person? Like, like yeah, he's always going to be your son. You're going to love him. But, like, he's going to have so many things and so much depth to his life, friends he knows, circle of influence, things he's doing, things he's thinking about, people he's thinking about, people he's talking to, so much so of an of, of a in-depth life that he's like, damn, that's a whole other person. Yeah, it's interesting because I don't think – so I think we could look at our parents as friends one day, but they can never look at us like as friends because I will never see Lucas as, like, that's just a random kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he'll always be, like, special. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. But we what? look at our parents, like, like I think eventually when, we, when we're, like, grown, we'll, we'll look at them, like, as friends, right? But when we're younger, we treat them with, bro, like... low-key, I love my mom to death, but I'd never be a friend. She's, bro, look, I'd yeah. be throwing... <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was like, Man, really? I love my okay, maybe it'll never happen. Nah. Yeah. Nah, she, what, she, what are you talking <laughs> about? You, just got, you guys just went to Doctor Strange the other day. Yeah, my mom went to see Doctor Strange real random as hell. Like, yeah, but also she'd be talking during the whole movie. Like, shut up, Bernita. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? Um, I'll say yeah, I'll like, commend you, uh, not just with your son, but with your mom. I've noticed, like, just on social media, you guys right, seem right, to have right. yeah, amazing a amazing relationship. It's a whole new relationship because now she's getting into food and she's pushing punches at us. Not at your scale, but, you know, she's only by herself. Um, but, yeah, that definitely made us closer that I could bring her to these events and she's not... Um, she sees what you're doing. She probably. sees what I'm doing and she sees me, like, at my best, I guess. I feel like these events are, like, my highest points. And, yeah. Like, she doesn't even care about me... Like smoking or drinking in yeah, front of her. It's, it's, that has to be pretty satisfying. Like, you throw an event, it's a Pab's throwing event. She sees you be the guy for the night. Like, like you're like, at one point in your mind, wh- whether whether you admit it or not, but deep down inside, you're like, you're doing everything for the love of what you're doing, for the love of the art, for the love of the product you're pushing for, the influence of the culture. There's still a slight part of you like, damn, I'm pretty cool right now. And you get, and now you get to share that with your mom. Like, damn, my mom thinks I'm pretty cool right now. Crazy because I don't I don't think she thinks I'm cool. I think, <laughs> I think his I think his mom always thought he was cool. Like I think it's just like with anything, it's just like you just want to see. And I'm the baby too. You feel me? So it's like I think it's always gonna be like okay. It's just like they worry. It's just more of like they're just worried. You know what I'm saying? They just want to make yeah. sure. I feel like we talked about this in the pod before. Where like they just want to make sure you're when they're not here no like anymore. Yeah. Like that you're like that we're gonna be all right. You know what I'm saying? So I've realized that like everything that I thought. Um my parents thought about me wasn't accurate and like i'm making my own assumptions on what they think mm. and it's not true so it's like crazy yeah crazy um, do 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 you think the communication in that regard of like your expectations vice versa will be better for you and your son like you like you have an you have an idea of what lucas is and lucas has an idea of what you are you think it'll be clear with, between you two i hope so i want it to be I think it is now. Um, I don't know how his teenage years will go, but for now. <laughs> Do you think about that a lot? About him growing up? Yeah. I mean, I just, he's about to be five, bro, so it's like Dude, you it's know happening what I think so about? quick. I'm like, how do I – what do I do that he won't have a kid young? That he won't have a kid? Yeah. Why don't you want him to have a kid? Young? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like – I feel like eventually it's just out of your hands. Octavio, when did you when did you have your son for the record? I was twenty. I think I was twenty. Twenty, pretty young, kind of crazy. Um, at least you're out of high school. Yeah, for sure. But like, it didn't make it any easier. I mean, I mean, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I worry about that a lot. Like, really? How do I keep him? I guess not necessarily. How do you kid. how do you stop 
your grandson from only being 35 years younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you just kind of have to trust that he's going to learn. I don't know. I find myself like, like a, I find myself to be a probably overprotective for yeah. sure. Like I'm like on him like don't do this, don't do that. Like that's this is X Y X is going to happen to you. Why is it like he's always running in the house and like dude, you need to wear mm. slippers if you're going to run in the house cuz if not you're going to fall. And then he always falls <laughs> and he never takes my advice for anything. I, I think feel like we could have a, do- a dad podcast. <laughs> like we were, remember we were saying it with uh Maybe like Leo or dude, something. Dude, the, really the last episode of Paw Patrol, what did you think, dude? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Look, I was actually looking. I'm like, what's going like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll change uh-huh. one day, but I, feel, I just feel like, yeah, I, I worry a lot yeah. about whether or not I can keep bad things from happening to him or if it's just Ooh. like the way it is. Something that this I learned the other day, too, was not so much trying to constantly push lessons on him, but... Uh, speak how I felt when I was his age. Kind of like Dude, give my emotions. That's to, crazy. You know what I'm because if yeah, if you're just constantly trying to tell him what to do, then that's you know. crazy. Well, so he, for the last week or two, like three times a day, will build up so much mucus in his nose mm-hmm. that he can't breathe through his nose because he doesn't know how to blow his nose. Right, and I'm trying to like, I'm asking him like, I'm I either you blow your nose. Or I clean your nose because you literally can't breathe. You're like waking up at night because you can't breathe. Yeah. And he hates it. I guess it's, I mean, it makes sense. It's like annoying to have someone do this to you. But like yesterday, it was so crazy that you just said that. I was like sitting there. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to hit this kid. (laughs) I don't want to yell at him. I don't don't want to like traumatize him. What do I do? So I started, I was just sitting there thinking, like, I don't know what to do right now. And I was like, you know what? I think you have allergies. I think that's what the problem is. And I have allergies. And when I was your age, I would have really bad allergies. Yeah. And that this is what it was like. I was like, man, when I was at school, my nose would not stop running. And I remember wiping it. And, like, first I would wipe it inside my pocket because I didn't have anything to wipe it on. Wipe my nose inside my pocket. And then eventually I run out of, like, Inside pocket. My pocket's wet. Ew. <laughs> oh. So then eventually I'm wiping and like inside of my leg. Maybe people won't see the inside of my leg or hey, inside my knee. He does the No, joking. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and, I, and then I think eventually he was like, I think eventually he saw me not as a person constantly yelling at him to do X, Y, or Z, but like someone oh. else who bad things can happen oh, to. Oh, so you, you, were, you were telling him your experience? Yeah. Oh, okay. And right. then you, and he like had an epiphany. He was like, "Oh damn!" How old, is, back, how old is he? He's basically Lucas's age. He's gonna be six in July. Okay. Yeah, Lucas is about to be five. Right. So, if you're a dad, instead of trying to tell your son what to do <laughs> or give him a lesson, you almost have to try to explain a situation that happened to you in the past or kind of relate to them on their level. Right? Yeah. So, so it's like. Yeah. To answer your question about how to stop from having a child young, but yo, me and your mama. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Me and your mama. There was no sexual education in our high school, so it was kind of crazy with me and your mom. There was literally no sex ed in our high school, and that is how you stop from having kids at a young age. You speak openly and honestly about sex at the appropriate time of your comfort with your child. That's the answer to that question. But we didn't have that in, in our high school. We went to a Catholic high school. That's why he had a kid at 20. <laughs> oh 
But yeah, man, I want to thank you guys for coming on here. You guys are very hilarious. The funniest guests we've had so far. Oh, sure. damn. I was holding back because I didn't even have I a mic. I feel like I didn't tell any jokes. <laughs> 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 All right, where can people find you? What's your Instagram handles? You can you can find all of us at fourteen ten oh, no. South Fifth. <laughs> we all live together. Now, um, you can find us at Slam Pigs Kitchen, <gasps> Slam Pigs underscore Kitchen on Instagram, and uh, at Pig Slam on Twitter because somebody had Slam Pigs Kitchen on Twitter. Um, my personal Instagram. Don't not follow me if you're a female. I have a girlfriend. I love her. Um, <laughs> my Instagram is Gaspacho underscore Walker, and um. I don't think they really use Instagram, but they can plug yeah. it if they want to. I'm good. It's okay. They don't really <laughs> use Instagram at all. All right. Follow Slam Pigs on Instagram and Twitter. There you go. And uh, follow us. Yeah, you can follow us at User Friendly Podcast. U-S-R-F-R-N-D-L-Y. Damn. I just, podcast. <laughs> I, I just looked at the camera and remembered it was a cord. I've been making a lot of crazy-ass faces. <laughs> <Yeah. tired. laughs> hey, you, look, you look really <laughs> ugly today. You yeah, can follow me so. at Pablo Trees, PazPrince.com. Um Thank you for listening. Thank you for fucking with us this long. We um we're happy to have you. What what episode number is this? Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. It's, it's, it's a good number. I like that. It's, it's good, two sevens. There's two sevens. We fuck with sevens. Let's go. Thank you for joining us. We're out. Inside, I'll show you're fine. Yeah, really, like, really some really of y'all gotta hit those too. I didn't get over something like over, over shoulder. Over I know shoulder. that it told you that always be with you, help you down. So just turn around. around. Damn, Mike went on my goddamn mouth. It's crazy. Uh. <laughs>